Welcome to the Muckle Teo Football Show. My name is Miles, and we are going to take a quick video, a quick podcast to talk about some of the single season records. Um, and if they will survive the expansion to a 17 game regular season, um, you know, I will, I will miss 16 games. I will miss the symmetry of four by four by four by four. Uh, I will miss the, the legacy, just the consistency from 78 to 2020, you know, the, the records meaning something eight and eight meaning something one and 15, six and 10, 11 and five, you know, all of these, these records are, are touch points by which we can look back at history and compare it to today. Um, and I, I didn't need another regular season game and I know it's all about money. I, I mean, it is just money. There's nobody who's like, Week 17, they're like, God dang it. I don't want the playoffs to start. I want one more regular season game. Nobody's ever like that. So this is money. But I'm not in charge. And I can either give up my NFL fandom because they went to 17 games, or I can roll with it. So I'm going to roll with it. (laughs) Um, And so I want to look at something that both celebrates the 16 game era, uh, 78 to 2020, and also looks forward uh, to the 17 game area. And that is the major single season records, passing yards, passing touchdowns, uh, rushing yards, total touchdowns, receiving yards, receiving touchdowns. How soon will these records be broken in the 17 game era with that extra game? So let's start uh, by looking at two of uh, the ones that are most certainly going down, uh, that were likely going down even without the 17-game change, and that is, that is passing yards and passing touchdowns. Let's start with the quarterbacks here. Um, you know, the, the rules continue to bend towards protecting the quarterback, protecting the receivers, uh, you know, and, uh, favoring the passing game overall. Um, so that, that is one of the reasons the records are, are, have a limited, have a ticking clock on them, but also just, we've talked about this in the last podcast and it just keeps coming up, but players are getting better at throwing the football and players are getting better at catching the football and the better players are gravitating towards those two positions. That's because high schools, and colleges are passing more and more and more. Back in the 90s and 80s, you used to have these, most high schools used to run the ball most of the time. You know, they'd be running a single wing and stuff like that. Now everybody's passing all the time. And these players are coming to the NFL, not having been throwing the football seven on seven drills for their whole life. Favorable rules, players growing up with passing offenses. Those two things are why we have seen the, 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 the yards and the passing numbers boom. The 2010s, the most recent decade, already dominates the all-time passing categories. So let's go to passing yards. The passing yard single season mark was not that long ago. It was 2013 Peyton Manning at Denver. Um, he threw for 5,477 yards. Um, and he had he had passed up the record that was set just two years before 2011. Drew Brees he passed it by one yard, which I did not remember that. Just just one, got it by one yard, and then they probably sat him. Um, so, but 2010s. I mean, these are all current. The list of the top 20 is 
predominantly in the last 10 years. 19 of the top 20 seasons are all in the 2010s. There are no seasons from the 2000s. There are no seasons from the 90s. And there was just this one lone alien year from Dan Marino, 1984. He has the 10th overall passing season uh, at 5,084 yards. Nobody else from the 80s is anywhere close to the top 100. And no one from the 90s and 2000s is, is up there with Marino. So, But he's at number 10 now. Like I said, nine players have already passed him. We, we, this record is, is falling. Um, Drew Brees surprisingly did not retire with this record. He, if you look at this list, Brees is number two, number four, number five, number six, number 11, and number 14. And I think it, if you look at those years and you look at uh, Drew Brees' career, you can kind of see the path by which this record will be broken, which is a team that's not that good, doesn't have that great a defense, but does have a, a, a great quarterback and a great passing game. Um, but not too great. It doesn't have to be too great of a quarterback. There's Jameis Winston on here in the top 20. There's Matthew Stafford here in the top 20. Kirk Cousins, Eli Manning. You know, these are, these are really good, but not great quarterbacks and they're cracking the all time list. So this record is doomed. The passing yards record is doomed. My prediction is probably within the next five years. And, you know, it takes that combo. Like we talked about, the defense has to be bad and there can't be a formidable run game, but, uh, it is doomed. And, and really if the 17 game season had gone backwards, uh, big Ben, uh, big Ben Roethlisberger in 2018, he would have been within 350 yards of, of beating Peyton's record. Uh, so if he had had a 17th game, he probably would have done it. And Jameis Winston in 2019, uh, he also would have had a chance, a, a pretty realistic 350 yard chance, uh, to beat Peyton's record. Um, so back-to-back years recent, they they would have done it if there was a 17th game. So passing yards record is doomed, my prediction, next five years. Let's go to passing touchdowns. Passing touchdowns is a little bit of a different beast. This record is also held by 2013 Denver Bronco Peyton Manning, 55 touchdowns. Uh, he had broken Tom Brady's 2007 record of 50, who had broken Peyton Manning's 2004 record of 49, uh, who, by the way, had broken Marino. Hello, Marino's 1984 record of 48, which was just alien at the time. Um, but this 2013 Peyton Manning record, this one will last a little longer. For one, I think it's, it is a different level of success. You know, throwing for 350 yards is a lot different than throwing for three touchdowns. Um, and you have to throw for three, even in a 17 game season to break this record, you have to, you'd have to throw for three and a quarter touchdown per game, per game. So while on the passing yard one, there's Winston and Eli and big Ben and cousins, and they can approach those passing yards things. They are not throwing three touchdowns a game. They're just, those guys are not doing that. So the really good group of quarterbacks, they're not really going to approach this, this passing touchdown record. And they didn't, uh, in those years where they had a ton of passing yards, they were nowhere near 55. They weren't even to 40. Um, so there's a, there's a nice green, you know, middle here where, where the it's, it's kind of this record, this passing touchdown record is reserved for a smaller group. And I think that's the, the hall of fame type quarterbacks. There's really only five to six QBs in a season who, who have this potential. Um, 
as opposed to the passing yards, which I think there's probably 12 to 14 quarterbacks every every season who have a chance to, to break the record, theoretically, if things break out. Um, so 2020 did have Rodgers with 48 touchdowns, and 2018 had Mahomes with 50 touchdowns. So we are seeing you know, some, some shots up in the, in the range, but those seasons, those are the best we've had to offer since Peyton in 2013 and a 17th game probably wouldn't have led to a record unless Roger had seven touchdowns in his last game or Mahomes had five touchdowns in his last game. So even a week 17, so nobody's actually realistically come to the Peyton record, even if we had been playing 17 games this whole time. So I think this record has a 50% chance of lasting the decade, of lasting the 2020s. Um, and, you know, we may, we may see, you know, some, somebody come up there and, and, and shock us next year. But I think it's got a pretty good chance of, uh, of last, lasting. For perspective, these seasons don't, there's, there's not a, the Mahomes and Rogers things is, are the outliers. There's not very many seasons that come up towards 55. There's not very many seasons that come up over 40. We're spoiled. We had three 40 touchdown games, uh, last year. Uh, but there's only been 15 all time, 15 quarterback seasons with over 40 touchdowns. Three of them were last year. So you know, it's not exactly like there's a lot of times in which a quarterback is up there in the range of 55. Uh, and some may point to, uh, and I had thought about this as well, the, the changing NFL say, look at the shuffle passes, look at the screen passes that are scoring. Um, you know, though it's inevitable that some of the, these quarterbacks are gonna, are gonna break this record with those with handoffs counting. But I would counter with, I think it kind of balances out because there's also a push. There's another major change in the NFL, not just those those shuffle passes and all that uh, um, kind of getting the ball in, into your hands, creatively getting the ball in the hands of your playmakers, but there's also just the, the sheer mobility of, of what it takes to play quarterback uh, in the 2020s, and I think that quarterbacks will actually steal touchdowns from themselves by running them in, and I think it's kind of a kind of a, uh, a thing because we got MVPs here Lamar Jackson we got MVP candidates like Josh Allen who aren't going to approach this record because they're scoring too many times by themselves running in and you could argue maybe that should be included but you know we can talk about that another day so passing touchdowns I think this record is 50% likely to be broken in the 2020s let's go to rushing yards and I have to protest first I much prefer the yards from scrimmage record rushing and receiving yards, but it just doesn't seem like it sticks. Like off the top of your head, do you know who has the most uh, rushing slash receiving yards for a running back uh, all time or anybody? It's 2009 Tennessee Titan, Chris Johnson. That is who has the record, the most yards of all time in a season was Chris Johnson, 2009, but he doesn't really have that pedigree or that season really get that hype that I've seen. Um, Marshall Falk, 99, he's second. Christian McCaffrey, 2019, he's third. You know, every 10 years, apparently, <laughs> 99, 09, 2019, we have a great yards from scrimmage year. Uh, you know, 
I I prefer this record, but it's just not as strong. I just people just don't talk about it as much. I I don't get why Johnson, Falk, and McCaffrey are punished because some of their yards come from catching the football. It's like, isn't that actually better? <laughs> it um and my in as a child, I've been complaining about this for a long time. As a child, I remember I was just really into stats and stuff like I'm still today. And I really wanted to see some history. I wanted history to happen. And 1997, Barry Sanders was approaching, uh, you know, the rushing record, you know, in December. Uh, And it was all about, is he going to beat Dickerson's record? Is he going to beat Dickerson's record? And he totally had more yards than Dickerson, but he didn't break the record. So, So Barry Sanders had 2,358 yards well over Dickerson's 2,244 yards. Yet the story was that he didn't break the record because the receiving yards just didn't count. Dickerson's don't count. Sanders don't count. So we, we just reduce it down. I've just never understood it. Uh, it has never made sense to me. But I think it's fair, and I'm trying to be a fair, a fair podcast and video host, and say that the rushing record holds more pedigree and more prestige than the yards for scrimmage record. So let's talk about that record, which is still held by Eric Dickerson, 1984. The um, He has had the record for, uh, what is that, 37 years? 37 years? Um, and really only two players in the last decade have come anywhere near it. Uh, and that is 2012 Adrian Peterson and 2020 Derrick Henry. Uh, and both of them would have easily broken the record if there were a 17-game season. That said, those type of seasons don't come very often. 2012 Peterson, 2020 Henry. You know, they they are kind of a, uh, outliers, I would say. <laughs> We're going to say outliers a lot in this thing. So there's not a, not a legion of seasons that are just ready to break Dickerson's record. But I think the next outlier, the next 2012 Peterson, the next 2020 Derrick Henry, you know, the, the great running game with a running mindset, you know, a, t- a successful team that's really running the ball with an elite running back. The next time that happens that player will easily break the record because of the 17-game schedule. Uh, And for that reason, I believe this record is doomed. Dickerson's record is doomed to fall this decade. I say within the decade, somewhere in the 2020s, because it is going to be difficult um, to recreate. I mean, it's got to be, it's a lot of boxes to hit. Elite running back, running mindset, successful team, and and no injury. Um, so that is going to be tough, but somebody will do it. And uh, had there been a 17-game season in those two seasons, they certainly would have broken it. So this record is going down, rushing yards in the decade. <laughs> Why even watch, right? You already know now. Um, total touchdowns. Let's go to total touchdowns here. That's my next record that I have on the on the docket here. I am not going to do just rushing touchdowns. Now, I can... I can <laughs> I already talked about yards for scrimmage versus rushing yards. It is completely asinine to just talk about rushing touchdowns and for some reason punish a running back for catching the football and scoring and pretending that touchdown doesn't count. It it makes no sense for the same reason that we should be loving yards for scrimmage. But I think more people are on my side on this one. This 
touchdown, total touchdown record, does have the prestige. The record is 31. 31 touchdowns by 2006 LaDainian Tomlinson. Nobody ever says it's Tomlinson's 28, comma, three receiving touchdowns. They just say 31. 31 touchdowns. So we are we are in a venue. We are in a uh, uh you know this collective we. I don't know who it is, but you know it's just a collective we. Uh, thinking of the running back touchdown record as total touchdowns, rushing and receiving. Uh, and yeah, technically a wide receiver um, could get this record, um, but it's unlikely. 87 Jerry Rice. 2007 Randy Moss are the only receivers above 20 uh and you know nobody else is in the top and there's like 50 running backs over 20 so it's just Rice and Moss with like 50 running backs so and uh um I so this is really a running back record this total touchdowns um god Tomlinson his 2006 San Diego Chargers season was unbelievable it it was a uh a fantasy gold mine. <laughs> um, but it was a magical time too. that era from 2000 to 2006, where we saw the touchdown record, um, be broken four times in six years. Marshall Falk in 2000 priest Holmes in 2003, Sean Alexander in 2005, and then Tomlinson in 2006. So the record kept getting broken and all four of these guys got to celebrate they got to celebrate having the most touchdowns in a season of all time. They got to enjoy that. They got to put their feet up in February, March, April of that offseason and and only one offseason for Alexander, but and enjoy their accomplishment. So that's something. That's something. Tomlinson just was the last one to do it. So he's gotten to enjoy it for 15 years. Um and I think this record lasts. I think this record lasts. the 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 matter the circumstances which created that that four and six years um, was you know a, a feed your ball to your best player, um, and the NFL changed. The NFL changed really in two thousand seven, two thousand eight, two thousand nine, towards a more spread offense towards um, towards using your playmakers to get other people open. Um, so I, th- I don't think anybody's going to approach this Tomlinson record unless we go to 18, 19, 20 games, or for some reason we, we go away from the spread offense, you know, um, especially with the other thing is the Patriots dynasty showed that game plans need to focus on taking away star players, right? That you hear that all the time about the Patriots. Oh, they focus on taking away your stars. Well, everyone else wants to have a 20 year dynasty as well. So they've taken that. And the, the focus on star players is, is higher. Um, so yeah, Tomlinson is probably going to have this record, you know, in the 15 years, nobody's come within 10. Um, we got, uh, let's see. 2011, LaShawn McCoy, uh, 2016, David Johnson, uh, 2018, Todd Gurley, and 2020, Alvin Kamara. So they're all at 20 to 21 touchdowns. They aren't going to score 10 touchdowns in this 17th week, uh, 17th game. So uh, there, nobody has actually come close, and the 17th game doesn't really change anything. So this record is going to stand, total touchdowns, stand the decade, and probably stand until something fundamentally changes. All right, two more, two more. Receiving yards, receiving yards. Calvin Johnson, he is the leader right now, Hall of Famer, 
just recently, he leads with 19,064. So somebody is going to break this and probably be the first receiver with 2,000 receiving yards. Um, it takes, I mean, there's a pretty clear formula as far as the 2010s. It is a, a season in which an elite Hall of Fame receiver has an above average quarterback and no other receivers to throw to. So the above average quarterback just keeps throwing to Calvin Johnson. That's what happens. Stafford just peppered, peppered, peppered Calvin Johnson. The other players who have been close, uh, Julio Jones in 2015, Matt Ryan is just peppering him. And uh, 2015, 2014, Antonio Brown, uh, you know, pre the Juju Smith-Schuster stuff. So Antonio Brown, Big Ben was just peppering him. We also had uh, Michael Thomas uh, in 2019. Um, All have been within realistic range of breaking Calvin Johnson's record. Um, They all would have had a pretty tough shot they would uh you know julio would have needed under 100 yards uh antonio brown more than 100 yards and michael thomas would have needed a crazy game but uh, over 200 yards but still possible there have been players in this range in the 17th game is dooming this record uh, this record is not going to last um you just need an elite receiver with no other weapons and at least an above average stafford ryan big ben type of quarterback um and something i should also say is there is like a magnetism you know once you get close you're probably going to break the record because all the players and all the coaches and all the teams will say they don't care about individual accolades and they're not here they we're focusing on the playoffs but their actions are usually pretty clear, including the including all the records we've talked about: Peyton Manning, Calvin Johnson, Eric Dickerson, uh, Ladainian Tomlinson. It pretty clear that those teams are were trying to break the record in the certain games, and they they made concerted efforts to do so. So that will happen as well for for this one. Somebody's going to get close, and they're going to find a way to to break it. Uh, the team is so. I'm going to, I'm going to say that this record, uh, is going to going down in five to seven years within the five to seven rate years. And hopefully for fantasy sake, uh, the player who gets over 19,064 yards can score more than five touchdowns <laughs> because I still can't believe it. Calvin Johnson, 2012, 19,064 yards, five touchdowns. I still can't even figure out the math on that. How improbable is that all right receiving yards is going down so last one here but just before uh i get to it here i'm going to pivot to receiving touchdowns and uh, i'll sum it up at the end so receiving touchdowns now this is one with just a two two horse race so far we got 2007 randy moss who had 23 touchdowns in 2007 he holds the record and then I know I said Moss and Rice were tied with 23, but one of Rice's was a rushing touchdown. So he actually has 22 receiving touchdowns. Um, so nobody else is within five of these guys, of Moss. Um, so receivers do not get over 20. They don't even get to 19. No other receiver has ever gotten to 19. No other receiver ever. So this the circumstances of of this record i think are unable to be duplicated i think this record will stand um you know the it, when you really look at what what happened with these records it's amazing that two of these seasons happened at one time basically you need a hall of fame receiver you need a hall of fame quarterback you need a hall of fame coach and you need some circumstances with which the game of football changes based on your performance that year. For Rice, it was the strike season. 
1987, in which most players just didn't have the training regimen and the dedication and the and the full off-season workout and, and intensity there. Um, now that's the norm. Now that's the norm, and largely because of Jerry Rice, right? And there was an additional factor, which is that the 49ers were stacked beyond compare. Not only was Joe Montana throwing the ball, but also all of the good 49ers were still on the 49ers because there was no free agency. So it was the it was the best you could do in the passing era. Um, so it was the latest in the no free agency, and therefore was the um, the 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 most pass friendly non free agent time. And that's when Jerry Rice broke the record. So there's a lot of circumstances there. You're part of a dynasty of a team, an absolutely stacked team. You got Bill Walsh, you got Joe Montana, and there's these strikes where everybody isn't quite as diligent and dedicated as you are in your offseason training programs. And I mean, Rice, they, they tried for this record. They, they scored eight in the last three games. So, um, Though that those factors are not going to be duplicated. Randy Moss is also is not going to be duplicated. The 2007 16-0 Patriots, they came in and they shot through the heart all the established the run crowd. Some of them still haven't got the message, but the Patriots got in there and they shattered the accepted cliche that, quote, passing uh, you know, only works in college, you know, or like the diff they basically took the stuff from college football that supposedly didn't work in the NFL. Uh, and they turned it to 11 pre-snap motion, every down slot receiver, primarily running shotgun matchup personnel groupings. The Patriots turned it to 11 defenses were not ready. They could not deal with this. And Brady threw the most touchdowns at the time, and Moss caught the most touchdowns at the time. They set the records. They never took their pedal off the uh, their foot off the gas pedal either. They were up by thirty and still throwing. Uh, so those circumstances aren't going to repeat. First, because now every team does that. Every single team has adopted the the way that the Patriots played football this year, uh, and they didn't invent it all, but they turned it to eleven and made it part of their their full offense. Um, and second, it's too late. What what innovation is going to be better than taking the the stuff that works in college football and putting it in the NFL? They did it. The blending has happened. It's over. Nothing else can make this big of an impact because now the college game is taken seriously as giving potential scheme and uh, ideas for NFL offenses and 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 NFL teams take seriously the idea that what the player did in college they should try to do that in the NFL now. Back then they didn't stubbornness. We always done it this way. You know, those guys are fired. They can, they they can call each other on their landline telephones. Um, I really can't see a way that this receiving touchdown is marked. I mean, really think about the names we're talking about rice with Montana and bill Walsh Moss with Tom Brady and bill Belichick. I mean, those are six of the top 10 NFL names at all. Like if you're saying who's the best people in the NFL, that's six of them. That's probably six of them. It's a pretty tough target to hit. You need Hall of Fame receiver, top two receiver, Hall of Fame quarterback, Hall of Fame coach, and and some sort of advantage that changes the way the NFL is played. That's what you need to have a Hall of Fame receiver get 20 touchdowns <laughs> in a season. Uh, I mean, I'm just... I. Because I didn't want to leave it on just it won't happen, I'm spitballing here, but here's two ways I think it could happen. 
Let's not be let's not be too too sure of ourselves. One way, and this is not really in college, but there's been there's been a few things. One way is that some team figures out how to run an elite two quarterback option. You know, so they have like two Lamar Jacksons, or they have like two uh, you know two Cam Newtons, or something like that. Two two. Trevor Lawrence's. I don't know. I mean, you know, they got they got two great quarterbacks, and they figure out some two QB offense, and they have a Hall of Fame receiver who who reaps the benefits of that. Um, it, that I feel like maybe then <laughs> something could happen, or you know, a team like maybe uh, starts a dynasty with some sort of analytic, strategic way to hit on every draft pick. You know, like I don't think it's possible, but. Instead of having half your picks be complete busts, like every teams are, every single team, all thirty-two teams can't draft for shit. You know, they they have fifty percent of their players suck and can't even play football, and they drafted them. If some team figures out some secret sauce, I I don't even think this is possible, but has all their players hit, and they have a Hall of Fame receiver, <laughs> that receiver could get the the 20 yards in that first year where they become a dynasty. So anyway, unlikely, but just wanted to throw out some examples, some potentials. Um, so nobody has broken uh, that record. No one will get to the receiving touchdown record in the 2020s. I, I think that this is safe for the decade. Um, so we will we'll go from there. So to review. Uh, the, uh, the 17-game season puts in jeopardy the passing yards record. It'll be beaten probably in five years. Uh, the passing touchdown record, it has about a 50% chance of lasting the decade. So I, I kind of waffled on that one. I think it's possible, but it could be a little further than the decade. Rushing yards, I said that one is doomed. There's an outlier that comes every once in a while, and uh, a running back you know creeps up to 2,000. Once that happens, the next time that happens, the 17th game will allow them to break the record. So rushing yards is doomed this decade. Total touchdowns, I said that one is that one's holding. Tomlinson is going to hold that one, uh, and uh, nobody has come within 10 in 15 years. So that backs me up. Receiving yards, I said that one is doomed. That one is doomed. Five years, five to seven years. Uh, some some elite receiver with no no other weapons on the team is going to break that with the 17th game. And then receiving touchdowns, I said that one is pretty untouchable. The circumstances that led to the 23 and 22 touchdowns of Moss and Rice uh, are, are unduplicatable. All right. This has been the Muckleteal Football Show. My name is Miles, and thank you.